You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The pitch, the Robbie Cano swing and a high drive deep to right field, straight away. Calhoun to the warning track to that tall wall. Goodbye baseball. Robbie Cano, don't you know, with a three-run blast. Over the tall wall and straightaway right field here with the Big A, his 15th home run of the season. Welcome back to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Thanks for coming back once again as the Mariners had quite a weekend in Anaheim, taking two of three from the Angels. A big, big weekend for the Mariners and a big week coming up. Three against Kansas City, the first one starting tonight. We'll have more on that coming up. We have a ton to get to in this podcast. We're going to look back a little bit on the first half as we're going to sit around and talk about some of our MVPs of the first half of the season for the Mariners, our Cy Young Award winner, our unsung heroes in the first half as the Mariners survived what was a pretty amazing first half when you consider all the injuries and everything else. So we'll talk about that coming up. Also the week that was, of course, it is a Monday. We're going to dive into what was a pretty fun weekend in Anaheim as uh, the Mariners take two of three. This podcast may sound a little choppy, just a little forewarning. It's uh, a classic uh, put-together-on-Alaska-Airlines-flight podcast. But I hope you enjoy it as uh, the Mariners enjoyed the weekend and hope to see you at Safeco Field for the next three games as the Mariners take on the Kansas City Royals. And again, we'll talk a little bit about that more as we move through this one. But the Mariners, a big win in game one of the series, a massive win. 10 nothing on Friday, and it was a game where the sticks just went crazy. The pitch to Robbie Cano, swing and a high drive, deep to right field, straight away. Calhoun to the warning track to that tall wall, goodbye baseball. Swung on and blasted to right field, this is deep again. Calhoun back on it, looking up, this is out of here. Robinson Cano has done it again, he has swatted a two-run home run, his second blast of the ball game, and the Mariners lead seven to nothing over the Angels here in the seventh inning. A massive night for Robbie Cano. Two outs the pitch. Swung on line, drive, base hit, left field. Here comes Hanniger. Here comes Dyson rounding third. Dyson will score right behind Mitch Hanniger. A two-out, two-run single for Ben Gamble. His fourth base hit tonight, and the Mariners now lead the Angels. Here's the pitch. Swung on and drilled to left field. This is crushed. This is back. This is gone. Junino continues. Mike Zanino, his 10th home run this month, his 11th of the season, and he has given the Mariners a 1-0 lead for Mike Zanino, RBI 31 in the month of June, and that one was smashed. Miranda was excellent as well. In fact, the rotation was really good the entire weekend. A 1-8-3 ERA in all three games over the weekend as the Mariners took 2-3. But the Angels, they reversed the trend on Saturday, actually blanking the Mariners. Ricky Nolasco going the distance, three hitting the M's in game two of the series. So it was even coming into the finale on Sunday. And this was a very fun ball game. And it starts with James Paxton who was on the hill and absolutely dealing in this one. 
Here's the windup and the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, ground ball to short, charging as Segura has it on the big hop, takes a couple of running steps, the throw now to first, plenty of time to get Maldonado, and that's it for the Angels. And what a start. Six in a row, retired by the big lefty, James Paxton. Yeah, he went through, uh, he, he was outstanding in this one. He went through five perfect in this one, just absolutely rolling. Mariners will get on the board in the third. Gene Segura, who had a big day, drives in the M's first run. The 2-2, swinging a ground ball right over the middle. It's into center field. It gets past Espinosa. Heredia scores easily from third base. Powell shoves into second, and Gene Segura, with two strikes against him, has given the Mariners an early 1-0 lead in the top of the third. And meanwhile, James Paxton just continued to deal. Here's the next offer. Strike three called on the outside corner. Fastball. Right on the outside corner, Calhoun thought it was going to be ball four. There's strikeout number one for James Paxton, a fastball at 96 miles an hour. And now for Paxton, that is 11 in a row retired here at the start of the ball game. What a start for Paxton. Yeah, setting him up and knocking him down. He was absolutely dealing. And meanwhile, Gene back at work again in the fifth inning, driving in another run. Pitch on the way, swinging a line drive into the gap in left center field for a base hit. There goes Powell racing to third, being waved in. He's going to score. Segura in at second. Up with the ball is Revere. The throw to third, cut off by the shortstop, Simmons. Yes, indeed. Powell running. Segura finds the gap in left center. An RBI double for Gene Segura. His second run batted in. And now the Mariners lead the Angels by a score of 2 to nothing in one an afternoon for Gene Segura with a couple of RBIs. Yeah, a couple hits early in this one. He ended up with four. He had a big day offensively. More on that coming up. But it was James Paxton early who just continued to roll right along. Next pitch. Swing and a miss at a breaking ball in the dirt for strike three. And that's it for Maldonado. And the Angels here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Zonina with a tag. Strikeout number two for James Paxton. And he has retired 15 in a row at the start of the ball game. How about that? Paxton has been sensational. He really has. He would get the first out in the sixth inning as well, but he would give up a hit after that. The perfecto broken up. Paxton winds and deals. Swinging a line drive. It is over Segura's glove. It's into left field for a base hit. The perfect game of the no-hitter. Now a thing of the pass. Just enough height to get over Segura's leap in shallow left. And the guy hitting 165 breaks it up. So a base hit in the sixth inning, but he would face the minimum. He would get caught stealing, so it was uh, a 1-2-3 uh, with the hit mixed in. The seventh, though, things would change. After a ground out by Mabin, a base on balls, a base on balls, Calhoun and Pujols back-to-back walks. Escobar were driving a run, so Angels really threatening here with a couple on. C-Sheck would come in. He would throw exactly one pitch to get out of trouble. His first pitch to Simmons, swinging a ground ball right back to Ciszek. Knee high, throws down to Segura, second for one. On to first in time for the double play. And it gets the Mariners out of the seventh. Steve Ciszek, a quick day's work. That was huge in a one-run game. And the Mariners looking for breathing room. They would get it. Segura, another base hit. Gamble would walk behind him, and that would set the table for Robinson Cano. 
Here's the stretch and the pitch. Cano with a swing and a drive. Deep down the right field line. Stay fair. It hits the foul pole. A three-run home run for Robbie Cano. His 17th home run of the season. And it's now the Mariners 5 and the Angels 1. Cano now with 60 RBIs for the season. A 1-1 pitch. He had a rocket off the foul pole. Just fair down the right field line with Segura and Gamble out in front of him. Three runs are in here in the eighth, and it's now the Mariners five and the Angels one. And Robbie Cano, the home runs are starting to come in bunches. 60 RBIs before the All-Star break, and we're not to the All-Star break yet. That's the second most he has had in his career before the break. The most, 65 in 2013, but what is striking is the games played. He had 65 in 2013 in 95 games. This year, he has 60 already in 72 games. Again, with some games to go before the break. He had 58 last year in 89 games and 58 in 2010 in 87 games. So his production has been enormous, and a big part of that is the two guys in front of him getting on base seemingly all the time. But that was a massive home run in this one things in the eighth would get interesting as well vincent is on and we've talked about how good vincent has been 28 of this last 29 appearances scoreless but the angels would get to him leadoff base hit followed by another another and another four hits in a row including an rbi base hit so the angels already have a run on the board the bases are loaded maben's up who's been red hot and heredia turns in the play of the ball game and the one-two to Maben swing and a line drive in the center field and deep. Going back. Heredia still running back. Leaps up and he makes the catch on the warning track. Tagging and scoring from third is Valbuena. The throw to third base by Robbie Cano. One run in. Tagging is Franklin. He goes to third. But what a catch by Guillermo Heredia robbing Cameron Maben of an extra base hit. Absolutely the play of the ball game as he makes the catch. If he doesn't, that is a bases clearing, most likely triple with the way Mabin can run, and that changes the complexion of this ball game completely. But the Angels, even with that catch, still threatening. Zepchinski comes on, gets Calhoun to pop out, and a huge, huge at bat. And then Edwin Diaz is called to get the final out of the inning facing Albert Pujols. Diaz looks in. The stretch and the one-two pitch, swing and a ground ball to the left side, up with the ball, bobbling the ball, Seguri's got it, the throw to first, and it's in time to get Pujols. A wide throw, Valencia was able to hang on to it, keep his foot on the bag. A ground ball up the middle, Segura went to his left, he had a little bit of a bobble, recovered. The throw was to the outfield side of the bag, Valencia with a long reach to his right, he was able to keep his foot on the bag out at first, his Pujols. Baseball is always called a game of inches, and there's a reason that is always said, and it's for plays like that as Valencia just brushing his toe on the bag as he makes the catch, the final out of the inning, Angels turned away, and then Diaz just breezes through the ninth. Here's the stretch, and the 2-2 pitch, strike three called. He gets young looking. What a job by Diaz to pick up his 13th save of the year. And the Mariners win it this afternoon, 5-3 over the Angels here in Anaheim. James Paxton with his sixth win on the season. Edwin Diaz, nicknamed Sugar, how sweet it is. A four-out save for Edwin Diaz, number 13 of the season for Diaz. 
His third multi-inning save of the season. That's tied for second most in the American League this year. He was nails down the stretch. And what was a great ball game here from the Big A in Anaheim. Even better series win for the Mariners. They take two out of three and head home feeling great about things. Yeah, uh, really good effort by all our guys today. Obviously, uh, you know, Paxton really pitched a good ball game. Um, didn't give up a hit, I don't think, until about the sixth inning. And, uh, you know, had them off balance. Probably not his most overpowering stuff, but he really pitched well, uh, you know, getting us deep in the ball game. And, you know, uh, big home run by Cano. Segura had a nice day offensively. Uh, you know, the Cano home run was huge, you know, giving us a little extra cushion. And, you know, Vincent has been so locked down all year. Uh, you know, the Angels are the one team that, that, for whatever reason, they see the ball well off them and had, have had more success than others. But, uh, you know, big out by Zepchinski. Uh, and Eddie Diaz got, really got back to pitching today. And can't go without saying, uh, you know, the double play ball at Seashack got. So our bullpen today got us a lot of big outs. Uh, good, good ball game, good series to win on the road. Uh, you know, last time in here we struggled, obviously, so it's nice to get two out of three and, and head back home. Just got that catch by Heredia in center field there. What was going through your mind? Certainly the ball was, was hit really well. Uh, Heredia is an outstanding defender. We've seen it all year. The jumps he gets, the routes he takes. He's got a feel for the wall. We've seen him jump up into the wall multiple times this year. And, and uh, really good athlete. Uh, you know, great play. Really turned the game around. It was a lot of, you know, plays. I let Valencia keeping his foot on the bag. was a huge play, obviously, in that inning. Um, and everybody uh, contributed, and not so much offensively, but defensively or on the mound. And, you know, I thought Zanino did a good job behind the plate today as well. Uh, didn't get what he wanted offensively, but, uh, you know, really did a nice job controlling the game. What did that show that Paxton was able to do that without the overpower? Well, he's maturing. You know, he, the days that you know, he didn't feel great out there, he used some change-ups early, uh, the curveball earlier in counts. Uh, like I said, it wasn't blowing him away with the fastball, but it was effective. A lot of ground balls today. It was great to see. Uh, out of him and then getting deep in the game with really manageable pitch count was, was awesome. Boop gives you a little spark there too. Really did. Um, he's been swinging about great triple A. That's why we called him up. You know, we needed a bat and just plug him right in there. And I think he's sitting over 450 the last 10 games, you know, over in Tacoma. So, uh, you know, really, really good at bats. Uh, I mean, it's got to be other guys, you know, contributing throughout the, the whole lineup. And that's, that's what we had today. Diaz, I mean, you bring him in for the four outs. There's it's a pretty high leverage situation. You had to like what you said. It's very high leverage, yeah, and we know kind of where that inning was headed, and you know when to go into to uh, Zepchinski against Calhoun that Diaz was going to have to you know get his four or five outs, um, you know if we didn't get Calhoun, and uh, you know talking with Eddie the last couple of days, I think the thing that stood out for me today he really pitched today, he just didn't go in there and throw, and you know I said to him you know it's Albert Pujols, it's it's Escobar, whatever, just make your pitches, and we'll see what happens from there, and he did. He got ahead in the count, used the slider today. It was very good to see. Mariners beat the Angels 5-3 to three here. They win the series. They now head home to take on the Kansas City Royals. Nelson Cruz has been named an all-star. We'll talk about Robinson Cano in just a moment. But right now, let's hear from the slugging DH for the Amps. I mean, it's always exciting, you know. Um, I mean, you have to thank the fans, you know, Mariners, organization, they all uh, pull for that, you know, so... Thanks everybody for the effort, you know, and uh, uh, I never go all, you know. You're always excited to be part of that, you know. When you go down there, what is it that's most most impressive? It's most fun part. Um, I mean, just get to know all the players for the teams, you know. Um, you never have a chance to play with those guys, and you want to pick the brains, see what they think, you know, how they go about the business, stuff like that. So you're gonna be able to play in this game, then, you think? I guess. <laughs> hey, you've never done the derby, or you did the derby the one time. Yeah. Right? They've asked you or, or, or. I don't know. Yeah. No. 
Did they know better than to ask now? Huh? Did they know better than to ask? You said no the last Yeah, time. I've been didn't say no the last few years, so they know. Why is that? What's the thought there? Well, I feel like, um, I mean, I don't want... I don't want to have five days tired, you know. That's another thing that I see, and uh, I, I feel it's not fair for fans, not fair for my teammates to, for me to be able to feel tired for five days, you know. And I know the fans want to see Homer, so I, I know the players want to go. I went once and experienced, you know. I think it's a great, uh, it's a great event for the fans and for players that haven't go, you know. Once you go once, you know, you know what it is, and you. Better rest, you know, and prepare for the second half. How tired were you after doing that? It, it seems like it can be a lot. I of mean, it's not like how you done, but like your shoulders get tired, you know, and your swing is not the same because you don't swing in to try to hit singles, you know, you swing as hard as you can to the homers, and especially now with the timing, you have, it's like a marathon, you know. Are you able to get your rest when you're at the All Star game without the Kind of, you know, it's a lot of things going on. Uh, people don't realize how much stuff you had to do, you know. It's not like you go there on a vacation, you know. You had to sign in media and heating and go there and do that, you know. So it's a lot of things going on that they can get you tired. Um, I guess you got two more days after that to rest, you know. You disappointed on your other teammates who are going to be joining you? Yeah, I, thought, I mean, for sure Robbie should go, you know. I mean, he got great numbers, and a few other players that have good numbers too. Segura, I mean, Gamos, yeah. Um, hopefully, I mean, something, don't wish any bad to anyone, but some way they can find a spot for them. They just bring your kids with you. Yeah, the whole family. I think it's going to be great because Dominican is very close. Like, you know, the WBC was there and it sold out with Dominicans. So I know a lot of Dominicans will go, and uh, it'll be fun. So that is, that's Nelson Cruz, and congratulations making the all-star team for the Mariners. Robinson Cano not named to the all-star team, although, you know, there's always replacements named, so we'll see if uh, that gets named. I'll give you my quick take on the second base situation because now there's three second basemen on the AL roster, and one of them is not Robinson Cano. Obviously, Altuve gets voted in, so he's there. Scope is in as well. But he is the only representative from Baltimore. So I feel like you can almost kind of peel him out of the mix when you're looking at Cano and and uh, the rest of the second baseman because every team has to be representative and Scope is there for Baltimore. Now, I think you can start comparing Cano to Castro from the Yankees because the Yankees have several representatives. So Castro is not there to just represent a team. He was chosen over Cano at that spot. So you, you can kind of put those two side by side. And I'll say this. I mean, Altuve, Castro, Scope, and Cano all having excellent years at second base. But you start to break down the season so far. Cano, 17 home runs on the year. Castro, 12. Cano, 60 RBIs on the year. Castro, 45. Uh, Cano, 26 walks on the year. Castro, 15. Cano, 13 doubles. Castro, 13 doubles. Uh, Cano, 35 punch outs. Castro, 60 strikeouts. Castro batting 313. Cano batting 284. So the, that's the difference. A ton more singles between the two. Castro has uh, scored 10 more runs as well, 52 to 42. But I think when you look at the rest of the numbers, I think uh, Robinson Cano wins out on that. And then 
you turn to defense, and I guess this depends on how you want to look at it or not, but according to defensive runs saved on Fangraphs, Cano is the very best second baseman in the American League. If that makes a difference in how you look at this. Uh, Scope is third best behind Espinosa. Uh, Castro appears to be at the bottom for qualified, the worst, minus two on the defensive run scale. And Robinson Cano is plus three on the defensive run save. Altuve is right in the middle. He's got he's zero, so he's right on the average in terms of defensive run save. But Castro last, Cano is first. So to me, that's so we'll see if that changes. We'll see if Cano eventually gets named to the All Star game. Mariners returning home, taking on Kansas City for three big ball games. 7-10 first pitch, July 3rd. Fireworks after the ball game as well. You don't want to miss that. And Andrew Moore will get the start for the Mariners, taking on Ian Kennedy. Moore this year, 1-0 with a 3-8-6 ERA. Ian Kennedy, 2-6 with a 4-7-2 ERA. And the reason this one is so important, well, the Mariners and Kansas City Royals are locked up in uh, along with uh, seemingly the rest of the American League, in, in a big wild card struggle. You have right now Boston, Cleveland, and Houston leading the divisions. You have the Yankees up by two games on the second wild card. And right now Tampa Bay is the second wild card holder. Kansas City at 41-40, and 40, a half game out, along with Minnesota, a half game out. The Angels, one game out as the Mariners get a game from the Angels in this series. The Mariners, 41-42, a game and a half back. Baltimore, a game and a half back. Texas, two. Now Toronto, all of a sudden, four and a half back. So Mariners don't get many cracks at the Kansas City Royals, and this is an opportunity in these three games to get a game or two from Kansas City, or three, as it turns out. So more against Kennedy, game one, 7-10 first pitch. And then your July 4th holiday, a special 340 first pitch, and the king will go. Felix Hernandez on the mound. Uh, Kansas City is not named a starter in game two. And then Wednesday, 7-10, Miranda will get the ball. He has been so good and so consistent. 7-4, a 3-8-2. And he'll take on former Mariner and now all-star Jason Vargas. 12-3 with a 2-2-2 ERA in game three of that series. Cannot wait to see you at Safeco Field for that big three-game series the A's will be in for four after that and then the all-star break is here if you can believe it so we'll see uh, what the Mariners can do after the sprint to the finish for these seven games Gary Hill with you joined by Rick Riz and Aaron Goldsmith Dan Wilson is with us as well we're going to talk uh, some Mariner MVPs in the first half before that though we were distracted Dan Aaron and I were just on YouTube I have said for years that you have one of the most underrated bat flips when you would really get one. <laughs> I mean, were, you play, were you playing in the KBO? Is that what we saw? Oh, yeah, we were just watching on YouTube, uh, uh, I think, a grand slam off of Abbott, and it was a, it was a good, good bat flip. You know, I get a lot of grief about the bat flip. And I love the bat I flip. I wasn't a bat flip guy. I, I would just try to get rid of the bat. Uh, the evidence, I could, the evidence I had, would beg to differ. I had zero speed. I had to get rid of the bat so I could get down to first base as best I could. It, it was, was right glorious. up there with Booney. Yeah. Uh, Booney let it fly. Booney let it rip. He wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the Mariners, uh, we've talked about it so much in the first half. They have fought through so much to be in contention, be where they're at right now with all the injuries. So that would be fun with the first half in the books to kind of talk about 
Let's start with MVPs. Who do you think uh, offensively, who's the MVP for this club in the first half of the season? I like this question, Gary. Yeah. Rick, what do you think, There's a lot, of, a lot of choices. You know, you, you have to have an engine to run the car. And you, you take a look at your three, four, and five guys. Gene Segura really changed the dynamics of this ball club in that leadoff spot, but he's been on the DL a couple of times. I love what he's done in that leadoff spot. But, you know, Nelson Cruz, this ball club is is so powerful with Nelson Cruz in the middle out of in that order because he hits for an average, hits the ball out of the ballpark, 14 home runs on the year, hasn't hit one in a while. But when he does, you know, I feel sorry for the American League pitchers when he gets hot again. And 59 runs batted in. So I'm, I'm going to go look at the middle of the order there with Nelson Cruz and what he does for the rest of the lineup and what he does when he's in the batter's good box. Good selection. It's a good choice. I'm going to go with uh, Gamel. Nice. Because if you think about it, the guys in the middle of the order, to Rick's point, they have to have guys to drive in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the RBI opportunities for Cano, Seeger, and Cruz, and they are amongst the league leaders in terms of at-bats with runners in scoring position. And there are not many teams that can lose their leadoff hitter, as Rick mentioned, to injury not once but twice, and have a guy fill in who is equally as good at getting on base and what Ben Gamble brings defensively as well for the Mariners and just the energy that he brings and this, he has been a wonderful surprise what he's been able to do both good very good choices gentlemen I'm going to go with Robinson Cano because if Nelly Cruz has been the piston then Robinson Cano has been the cylinder I mean these guys together like complement each other very very well mechanics class <laughs> yeah. that's right that was stu- that's what I was studying for on draft day <laughs> But these guys together in that lineup are such a presence, such a uh, an area where pitchers have to look at that and how who am I going to pitch to and, and why and who am I going to pitch around uh, and and of course what he does uh, on the infield and you know we all see the, the grace that he plays that position with, but uh, you know the double plays that that he can turn. I mean, to me, he's just a complete ball player and and lives up to the expectation. Yeah, that's my selection as well. Robinson Cano. I mean, you look at his numbers he's putting up. He's among RBI leaders almost kind of quietly when you look at the numbers he's putting up. But what really does it for me is you think back to the time that he was on the DL. You look at the numbers when he has been in the lineup and when he's been out of the lineup for the Mariners. And it is. Mariners were three. Yeah, and and the offense really struggled without him. And I think that that was a big reason why he was out of the lineup. So all good selections. though. what about Cy Young? Who's the Cy Young Award winner for the Mariners in the first half of the season? i tell you what, i got to go with Ariel Miranda. Yeah. Here's a guy that wasn't going to be on the opening day roster at the end of spring training. Didn't make the ball club. And here he is with seven wins. And I was talking with Scott yesterday after we did his uh, pregame show. I said, one more win. Is he on the all-star team? And you got to think about it. What he has done with Felix and Paxton and Smiley and Iwakuma and the disabled is he stepped in. And over the last three starts, he's gone seven or more innings. And he has the only complete game on the ball club uh, this year uh, the, the, with that victory. So considering where the ball club was with so many injuries, Ariel Miranda at 7-4, he's my uh, uh, Cy Young on this team. Is that unanimous? Uh, yeah, I think so too. And then just the consistency that he's shown, the innings that he's eaten up, you mentioned that, Rick. I mean, just yeah. that's, uh, that's been huge uh, for this staff. He, you know, if you look at the guy on the pitching staff that has been the anchor, it's been been Ariel Miranda, and, and uh, that's that's. There's no question in my mind. He's the Cy Young. Ninety-nine innings this year so far for Miranda. Although, can we take an opportunity to give a tip of the cap to Nick Vincent, who has had 
An incredible first half out of the bullpen. I mean, uh, a 171 ERA overall. I think 28. In his last 29, he's been scoreless. He hasn't given up a run at home this year. Well, you, you just took my unsung hero. Oh, sorry. Wow. See what he did? Okay. Let's go to unsung heroes. Nick Vincent. Aaron, who's yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Vincent's my unsung hero because it's so easy to lose sight of those relievers who are not pitching in the ninth inning, right? Uh, and this is a game that is dominated by bullpens, and you got to have uh, a guy who can get it to the closer, and Nick Vincent has been one of the best in baseball this year. He's been fantastic. My unsung hero, Sam Gavilio. Uh, did a heck of a job last night. Always, every start, giving the Mariners an opportunity to try to win a ball game. He had a nice outing last night. Another quality start, six and third inning. That's what this guy does. My unsung is Mike Zanino. Obviously, the guy had some struggles earlier in the year, but what he did in June and the lift yeah. that he uh, brought to this club offensively and just you know in terms of the spirit of the club I mean to see everyone's been pulling for this guy for so long yeah. to see this come to fruition has been tremendous well good picks I'm going with Gavilio as well they really needed uh, some to steady the rotation and he has done just that just giving the Mariners a chance to win time and time again good round two Aaron Goldsmith Rick Riz Dan Wilson Good stuff. Fine work, G, nice. man. Yeah, Radio G. Always a pleasure. Mariners and Angels. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good. That's the fastest he's ever said that. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. Here is the stretch and the 2-2. Swing and a miss by Tommy Joseph on that slider down and in that cutter. For strike three, and that is strikeout number seven for James Paxton. The 0-2 again. Swing and a miss for strike three. The curveball once again. It's out in front of Zanino. He picks it up in front of the cut of the grass, throws down to first to complete Paxton's fifth strikeout. James Paxton has struck out five of the first seven Phillies hitters today. Here comes the first pitch to Segura. He swings, rifles this high, right center field, tailing, twisting back to the wall, gone. Opposite field home run, Gene Segura, his fifth of the season, and two runs just might be enough. Well, the Mariners take an early 2-0 lead. Here's the pitch, swung on and drilled to left field. This is crushed. This is back. This is gone. Junito continues. Mike Zanino, his 10th home run this month, his 11th of the season, and he has given the Mariners a 1-0 lead for Mike Zanino, RBI 31 in the month of June, and that one was smashed. I think it's a credit to the guys in front of me. I mean, I can't do that and, uh, I mean, have that without those guys. I mean, Dyson, I mean, Hanniger's been down there, Ben. I mean, everyone's been putting in Valencia, and uh, I'm just grateful for those guys. And for me, I'm just trying to stick to my routine and my process. And, uh, I mean, try, trying to iron stuff out every day, and, and it's becoming a little bit easier, but there's still some more work to do. I think I'm going to have to scratch off every month on the rest of the calendar and just put June on it. The pitch, the Robbie Cano swing and a high drive deep to right field, straight away. Calhoun to the warning track to that tall wall. Goodbye baseball. Robbie Cano, don't you know, with a three-run blast over the tall wall and straight away right field here with the Big A, his 15th home run of the season. Swung on and blasted to right field. This is deep again. Calhoun back on it, looking up. This is out of here. Robinson Cano has done it again. He has swatted a two-run home run, his second blast of the ball game, and the Mariners lead seven to nothing over the Angels here in the seventh inning. A massive night for Robbie Cano. Everybody chipped in, big night, but Robbie obviously with the two bombs and you know 
Seeger four hits, Gamble four hits. Uh, you know, we we were due to kind of bust out. The last four games have been a little frustrating offensively for us, and just the quality of bats tonight. You know, number of hard outs that we hit. Hanniger as well. You know, you could have had four hits the way he swung it tonight. So, a uh, really good sign. You know, for our offense and guys feeling good uh, in the batter's box, and you know, even Nelly had better at bats tonight as well. So. Just a complete win, and it starts with starting pitching, and Miranda was awesome. Two outs the pitch. Swung on line, drive, base hit, left field. Here comes Hanniger. Here comes Dyson rounding third. Dyson will score right behind Mitch Hanniger. A two-out, two-run single for Ben Gamble. His fourth base hit tonight, and the Mariners now lead the Angels. Nine to nothing here in the top of the eighth inning. Ben Gamble doesn't want the month of June to end. You know, it's a spe- special group of guys, you know, that I get to learn from. So, you know, I just feel blessed to, you know, be in this circumstance. But, you know, just just kept picking their brain, you know. It's not even necessarily like a mechanical thing, but just mentality-wise. And, you know, every every little thing you can gain from anyone, you know, especially these guys, but, you know, even just anything from anyone, you know, if, if you don't like it, you can flush it, whatever. But, you know, it's I don't, I'm at a point in my career where I think, you know, I, I can pick up stuff and, you know, apply it or disregard it. So it's just, you know, just keeping that open mind and, you know, willing to work and stuff like that. Swing and a high fly ball deep to right field. Back to the warning track is young to the wall in the corner. And this one is gone. Goodbye, baseball. Down the right field line over the short wall in the corner. Kyle Seeger with his 10th home run of the season, his fourth hit of the night, and the Mariners now lead the Angels 10 to nothing. Number 10 on the year for Kyle Seeger.